Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Dragging the Table. My name is DJ, and today I have with me Fernando Aguila, aka the Homie Casual. Yeah, yeah. What's up, bro? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? (laughs) I am. I'm weird right now. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Right now, today, I am weird. Last night, I did uh, I did uh, the the Po Boy podcast with Jody B, mm-hmm. and I got super lit with him. And I feel like we didn't cover anything. Like <laughs> we just went on rants about this and that. Eventually, he got into some Takashi Six Nine talk, and then I somehow probably diverted it into a different situation, but. So that it was, was a good weird, show. But today I'm on like an hour of sleep, so I'm kind of I feel a little weird, but I'm good. I'm here, bro. I'm here, dude. This my personal life has gone haywire. It's just tornadoes all in the background. You just can't see it. It's all right off camera. So I'm with you. Like it's, okay. you know, when you get sleep, but you wake up and you're like, I don't feel like I slept at all. I know I was asleep oh, yeah. for eight hours, but I just. That quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I have a bad habit of not putting my phone down when I lay down. I like, <laughs> I go for like second late night, uh, like chill. Like I lay down, I'll throw an AirPod in one ear. And then I literally have one of those, um, one of those phone holders that has like the really long neck and you can just like move it where you need it. Shit. So I'll, I'll, I, when I go to bed, I watch a couple tutorials. <sighs> Maybe maybe listen to like some Rogan clips and shit like that. But uh, lately, man, it's just I've been stuck reading all the news and shit, which is horrible because it's always just nothing but bad news. But yeah, yeah, it, last night was weird. I know my melatonin is or not melatonin. What is that? Yeah, melatonin. No. Is that 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 the the pills they want you to take? To, yeah, 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 yeah. That, to that go like to sleep. sleep. I need to yeah. start taking some of that shit or some of that uh the 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 Nyquil, the Z Quil. No. That's the, don't do it, dude. Take melatonin. I, the craziest dreams that I've had have been on melatonin. Like, okay, my brain goes into overdrive on that. Like, it's yeah, they're they're not lucid, but they're like just just on the other side of lucid. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm down for that. I'm down for it. I want I want to get weird, like the whole creatures <laughs> of the night homies get down. You know what I'm saying? So, all right. Yeah, so, speaking of all that, plug all your stuff right now. Your podcast, your everything. Go for it. Hold on, you know what? I just noticed the damn low battery light came on on the, <laughs> the laptop. That'd be the last thing we'd need. Ooh, Yay, yeah. there we go. Okay, <laughs> so I am the homie casual. That's uh, casual520 across the board. K-A-Z-U-A-L-520. Old rapper name, you know what I'm saying? Switched it up. And then how I use the A-Z in capital letters because that's where I'm from, you know what I mean? So, And then I'm the co-host of the Hood Diner podcast. You can go to thehooddiner.com and you can get the links to all the socials there and all our sponsors and shit. Sponsored by Dude Wipes, Official Clothing, uh, Empire Rolling, and Official Clothing is my brand. You're rocking an official, (laughs) official hat right there, man. I appreciate you. Thank you for putting in an order, bro. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, man, part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network and shit. And, you know, that's that's pretty much me in a nutshell right there. Dude, you are more than, first of all, I have to compliment you. You have probably the most well-produced podcast out of anyone that I listen to. Like, Damn, that's, that's two days in a row. I get a nice compliment from the podcast. I appreciate you, dude, man. It Thank sounds you. like a track every time. Like, it is, I remember, I remember. I remember vividly the first time I ever heard an episode because I was like, 
what is happening? Because I could hear like all of like the diner sounds in the background and someone cooking. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell am I listening to? I'm like, are they in a diner? What is happening? And then the song kicks in and the show really starts. And I'm like, oh, this is a show. This isn't just like some buds like eh, we're going to talk into a mic like this is a thing. So I don't know. I really like your your, your level of production for your show I mean, you know, everyone on the inner circle is like, we got to try and like get up to Kaz's level. I hear, I hear all those little drops everybody tries to put. <laughs> I don't say nothing. I just let it ride. I'm like, okay, no, nah, I just, it, nah, it's all good, man. You know what? To me, it, I felt like it's just to me, it's more than a more than a podcast. Like you say, it is kind of a show to me. Like I want people that are tuning in to just get caught off guard on different shit. You know what I mean? And just, that's where all the little sound effects come in, but watch, I just, I feel like somewhere down the road, I'm going to get hit with all the fucking infractions and like, <laughs> Oh yeah, you use this one, this one, this one, this one, this one, all in the same damn podcast. So I'm like trying to like create our own. Eventually we'll start doing our own little sound effects and stuff like that. DJ century does the greatest, uh, crusty laugh he's like <laughs> he does like some crazy creepy shit like that sometimes but uh but yeah bro I, I you know um i've been doing like hip-hop music since i was like 18 and shit so my background started with being able to record like i used to record on acid dj like it's, it's super old uh music programming shit to record and i think you know i'm just a fan of of learning how to do shit and since i have the adobe suite for my work started using audition started watching tutorials on how to make shit sound crisp how to get rid of background noises and hisses and pops and just different stuff man so yeah i i i appreciate that man yeah i do i i take pride in in the editing my editing process takes me a good four hours probably like on an hour and a half podcast man but yeah i feel like it's worth it at the end of the day dude it, i'm telling you it sounds like i i like in all of our show, anybody that does an indie podcast, I feel like we're all like producing our own songs every week. Like you're just trying to put this thing together and make sure that it sounds good enough. But I'm telling you, like I am not being hyperbolic when I say yours is ridiculous. Like I feel like I feel like I could take one and just study it and be like, all right, if I can just replicate half of what I hear in this. I think I'll be set. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate. It. Yeah, I, I do. I, I take a lot of pride in the in the in the podcast, man. And it's it's, it's fun. It's been, it's been a fun thing. I've met some cool ass people because of it and shit. I've traveled out to New Jersey to hang out with a bunch of weirdos and shit, man. And it is <laughs> it, it was fun. And it's crazy how quick it went from being able to go and do all kinds of shit and then everything just gets shut down. And like, I'll I still have footage. I'm still trying to put together like. I, I took so much footage when I was there. I was there. I was there having a good time, but I was also working. I was doing video, photos. Uh, me and Joe B recorded a track, and then we recorded a video to that track the next day. And I, I still have, like, a stack of work that I got to finish from that. But I look back, and I'm like, damn, bro, that was literally February. And then the world went to shit, like, a month later, you know? Dude, you guys so, just got it in like barely just barely <laughs> yeah yeah thankfully man we had a good time you know uh so how did the how did the podcast come about like have you and century known each other for a long time and you just always wanted to do something like that or what yeah when i started official i was still uh i was still going to school and that started as a, a school project but then you know i i found century because he's an embroiderer 
he does embroidery. He's he's, he's a DJ, but his main gig is he had him and his uncle own an embroidery business, and it's probably the best here in town, man. They do really good work, and so that's how I met him. Every time I was dropping off hats, we would just talk about like hip hop and fashion, and you know these little fifteen minute drop offs turned into like hour long conversations, and then one day he hit me up and he was like, Hey man, you, you know, you ever thought about doing a podcast? I'm like, okay. That, I actually have thought about that, but I never really thought of how I would approach it or what we would do. And then it just turned into two homies talking about shit that they love food and, and, and music and movies and anything pop culture lately. That's all we talk about is the damn pops. And it's like, when I say pop culture, I mean that as the whole spectrum, I don't mean just pops, but everybody's like, you, you guys always talk about these fucking toys all the time on your show and it's just yeah it's, it's been a funny thing but yeah it was it was his idea and then i came up with the name with the logo and then pretty much we just ran with it man and we've been having a good time ever since dude it's been yeah it's wild that it, it so you guys just hit a hundred episodes too and like how so like on my other show that i do with my wife the untrained eye like we just hit our 100 and it seems like there was like a small group of us that all hit a hundred about the same time. Like, did it feel crazy to you? Were you like, I know for us, we were like, it seemed like we just started and then we're like, oh, yeah. we're at a hundred already. <laughs> Actually, we're recording 95 tonight, bro. I'm thinking of the plunge then. So yeah, the plunge, <laughs> and I bring that up. I always give them props because we started at the exact same time. We started with that NSFW podcast network and me and him or me and the plunge, we all came in like right around, I want to say like 20, 22, 27, somewhere in there. And those guys have just been grinding, man. Those those kids don't stop, bro. They have so much crazy shit to talk about. And then uh, me and Century, we're kind of more lax about it. I mean, we, we, we definitely try to deliver every week. That's the goal. But we've had a couple uh, we've had a couple shutdowns over here, like like serious ass shutdowns where like curfews like at eight o'clock. And uh, so, yeah, we, we kind of fell behind. I really wanted to celebrate it at the same time. So it could have been this big old inner circle party, but it just didn't happen. But, yeah, we're we're on 95. bro. We're almost there. But for 100, we're trying. We want to do something awesome. But because of all this bullshit going on, we don't know. But I have like homies that are chefs. And I was going to have them post up and invite some of our, our previous guests in. Like, I was going to have Cash come back and, uh, you know, drop by, grub some food, talk on the mic for a little bit. We're going to do, we were going to, I'm planning on doing this whole big thing, but just the way the situations are, it's uh, it's not looking too good. It's not looking too good right now. Five weeks from now, I don't know. I don't know how, how much better it's going to be right now. <laughs> well, has the, has it affected you uh like work has it affected you work wise or are you able to work through all this um definitely has affected me work wise it's been slower people aren't spending as much money uh there's but i i have like a stack of stuff that i need to be doing anyway so you know i'm trying to build up our brand as far as you know the hood diner i have lots of official stuff that i'm working on at the same time so i always have something to do and like I said, I, I even have it on my list over here. I got to do all this New Jersey stuff that I got to get done. And I know these guys have been waiting like, damn, when is Kaz going to drop that that Smoker Circle uh, <laughs> podcast and shit? Because we, after the Super Bowl, we went back to Bobby Moore's house, just me and Joe B and uh, Bobby Bobby Moore, Bobby Light, and uh, their, homie, the, their homie that's a photographer and shit. And we got obliterated and we <laughs> recorded it. And we had a camera, 
going at all times. People would forget we had it on a lazy Susan. So whoever was talking, we turned it so that it would go. But then there was plenty of times where we just forgot to turn it. So you could just see somebody just like, huh? Listening <laughs> to somebody out. else like, huh? Okay. And then some, some of the, the thing I know the other thing is, is like, I have to pull the audio probably from the camera because somebody handed me a mic that had like an on off switch and my high ass must've turned it off. <laughs> so there's like 45 minutes of shit missing. So I got to figure that all out, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. I got, yeah, but yeah, the, the work has definitely slowed down and, um, but I feel like things are starting to like, you know, people are, people are getting ready to start spending their stimulus money and shit. So I'm hoping that things, uh, pick up, but yeah, as of right now, it's been, it's been pretty chill. It's been kicked. It's been kicked back. <laughs> so is, is official like the main thing for you or do you like have a, no, no? my design, my design work is my main job. So the casual designs. Yes, sir. So that's you, what I, so that's you do, everything. Dude. So how, so what, which came first official came first or the design? Well, I guess you you said it happened in school, right? Yeah. Yeah. When I went back to, I went to school, went to community college and uh, it, there I, you know, I, I learned all the different shit, the Photoshop, all the programs. I started two things at the same time. I started a, a, a clothing line called official and I started a magazine called the 520 because that's our that's our uh, area code out here but with that that was like my way of keeping my foot in the door with uh the hip-hop uh community and shit because you know it's a young man's game so it kept me in contact with all the people in hip-hop next thing you know every rapper in town wants to be my homie because they want to see this magazine like I'll, sh I'll, sh I'll send you like uh pdf versions of it i got rid of the website a while back but i went all out on that shit man i literally developed an entire magazine i would meet up with people take photos interview them turn that into an article and i'm not like a writer but i mean you know i could do it and uh it was crazy but then like eventually both of them like one was making me money and the other one was all love like you know uh, you know had to make a choice so i stuck with the i stuck with the brand man but um ever since i graduated in 2013 i've been doing uh just graphics I do everything, man. I do photo shoots. I've recently started doing video shoots, uh, logos, business cards. Like my honestly, my main my main thing is I'm a small business helping small businesses. That's been a lot of my uh, a lot of my clientele has been people who have maybe been in a certain industry for a long time and then all of a sudden they got laid off. So then they're starting their own business. Mm -hmm. I have a couple people who own like granite. Uh, granite places where they do countertops and bathrooms and then uh, a bunch of salons and barber shops. That was the one thing too. Like uh, I used to have a partner who, who was a barber. So we posted up at like all the barber battles and uh, that's why the bracelets are like such a main uh, thing for me because, you know, this is barbers all day doing, you know, with their cutting hands and shit. So they love these bracelets. So I've just been making bracelets forever. And, uh, but yeah, and no, all the, the graphics is my main shit um you know the, the officials always just been like a side hustle you know I, I i know i could put more time and effort into it but like i kind of like that it's kind of this uh elusive exclusive uh underground type of brand that you know when we drop you know we drop 10 hats after those 10 hats it's over you know what i mean and then we move on to the next season and different shit and it's just it, it's been fun man but um, yeah, the graphics is, is definitely my main gig. Dude, it's funny because I had I was wearing my official like the mixtape shirt out and I was like, I was I really felt like 
anyone that looked even in my direction, I was like, yeah, you've never seen this before. This right. is ridiculous. Because you're like, what is this? So is the, what was the, I've got, well, first, I, I want to know what, like you're, you say you're a graphic designer, but your reach, I feel like, is far and wide. Like, are you, would you call yourself more of like a, uh, one-stop like shop man? yeah i really a renaissance man like a one-stop shop because you do yeah that's that's what you, a lot of my homies <clears throat> labeled me as they're like dude you're such a renaissance man bro you do it all this and that i mean you know what i feel like i've adopted the 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 cut out the middleman um method early and if i can't do it myself uh, i'll try to do it but i mean yeah i I, I just, I'm just the type of person who anything I get into, dude, I just set my mind to it. You know, I just set my mind to like, at least I recently learned how to sew, you know, like during this COVID shit, I've always wanted to learn how to sew with an actual machine. And now I can make my own masks and, and, and sew shit onto shirts now, dude. Like it, it's, it's crazy, but um, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm just a, a dude who just loves to just handle shit himself, you know, but then sometimes that, uh, other homies will be like, you spread yourself too thin. You know, that's what they'll tell me and shit. And that, that does happen. You know, I feel like sometimes I can overwhelm myself, but there's just a certain pride uh, about just being able to put something, put your name on it and be like, dude, like that's, that's all me. Like I did that, you know, and it, it's a good feeling. Like there'll be days, there'll be days where I'm getting tagged on Facebook by like somebody I did photos for, another person I did a logo for another person that just got business cards. And it's just like, it's like, wow, man, like I'm, I'm helping a lot of people with their businesses moving forward, you know? So it's just, yeah, I, I just take pride in doing a lot of different shit, man. It's cool. dude. And if you can do the work of three subcontractors, why wouldn't you, you know what I mean? Right. And you, <laughs> that, I mean, what was I going to say? You've got the, uh, the three subcontractors. It was another compliment. Imagine I was going to compliment you. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I cut out the middle main. And I had to, I got to tell you, there was, it's funny you said about the shirt where you're like, you ain't never seen this. I actually had a, 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 a semi beef with another brand here in town because he thought that I was stealing his styles. And it was funny. Like he hit me up and he's like, why are you jacking my style? And I was like, bro, we both have hip hop brands. Like we're bound to cross ideas. I'm like, when you talk about hip hop and stuff, eventually you're going to do like a tape or, or a vinyl record yeah. or a microphone. <laughs> like those are the elements of hip hop, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and it was crazy, man. Cause it sucked. Cause it was a guy I had a lot of respect for. I actually did a song with this guy and now I have a hard time bumping it because this dude tried to call me out on some shit. And I was like, Okay, whatever. But it was that shirt specifically. So every time I see that shirt, I'm reminded of the beef of, of, a, of a guy I used to look up to it. Now I can't even talk to this dude, man, because he don't like me. People are so well, weird, it, man. It might have been time. It might have been a good time. Maybe he forgot. Who knows? I don't know, man. Some it's it's weird the days you get caught on to where like maybe you wouldn't normally be like that, but everything just came together just right, and you look and you see that shirt, and you're like, damn it, man, my shirt now too. He's got my shirt. Hey man. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah, so many things have been done already, like so much stuff. It's hard to find like original items and concepts nowadays, man, cuz everything's been done, everything's being rehashed, you know, and you just got to figure out a way to put your own twist on it and 
you know, hope the parody law covers you, you know, and you're good, you know, because, you know, you have so many people who have like the run DMC style shirt, but the mm -hmm. the, the the DMC will be something else. Yeah. Like somebody down here did run TUC, you know, and it's like, you know, it's changed up as long as it's changed more than 25, 25, I believe it is. You're straight. It's like a, it's a parody basically is what it boils down to. But. That's like when you're doing shit that like looks like other shit. Like you've seen, like I have the the one that I that I sent you was the the outcast. Dude, I it looks like outcast, but it's, it says official, I, you know. When I walk when I walk around with that, I hear so fresh and so clean in my head. Just walking around. <laughs> right? Like it is, it looks I, I don't know. It, it's great. Like I don't I don't know how to describe it because it's so weird because you look at it and you can tell that it's not outcast, but it's cause it says like OHF OHFL. What does it say? Yeah, it's it's abbreviated. It's like O H F S H L. It's it's got like the con the the verbs missing and shit minus the O. I don't know. It looks I, it looks great. It looks it's it catches your eye because like I mean you know my wife and I we love Outcast so of course we saw that and we're like yeah <laughs> you're going in the cart right now. Uh, it's good. It's just so good. <laughs> hell yeah, man! I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And then it was funny too because I created like a brand new bracelet the the morning that I was making yours before I sent everything out, and I I, I came up with this this I had these little gold uh, dice and I put them in between some black beads and then a homie man was like I like that but I want one that's all gold and then when I sold him his uh like four or five people were like i want the same one he has and so it was crazy so like that yeah, that morning like, i was like oh, i was doing some work and then just put some stuff together i've been to, we have those um gem shows that come out here man and i have like a fat stack of beads that i haven't even touched yet i have to like literally sit down and start making more braces because i'm pretty much sold out but the other day i think you might have seen it on my uh uh instagram the stories i finally got more of my little tags Mm -hmm. that go on the bracelets and shit like that i order them from from a dude and uh, he just sent me a fat ass little stack they're actually right here yeah <laughs> dude i saw little, the one you said you were holes. making that uh was it the gambler that you made is that the one yeah dude. yeah that's the one i'm talking about right there the gambler and then we did an all gold one i was like what should we call this he was all call it the high roller i was like that's awesome dude. i was like thank you i was like dude yeah <laughs> Yeah, shout out to the homeboy Sonny, man. Like that was that was a that was a cool ass bracelet. Yeah, everybody's like hitting me up. Yeah, I want that bracelet Sonny's got. I'm like, all right, cool. So you you are gonna make them? Yeah, I'm definitely gonna make them, man. It's just it, it's so I have so many bracelets that I haven't put onto the website. They just half the time they just don't make it there, man. Because I'll get DMs from barbers just like, hey, bro, what do you got right now? So I'll just send them pictures. And they'll be like, I'll take that one, that one, and that one. And then like they never even make it to the website sometimes and shit. So it's it's crazy. And then plus that that right there, I'm such like a I want to say a perfectionist, but I I I I take my time doing this shit. So I gotta take the photos, I gotta import them, I gotta uh you know, like make sure the background's nice and bright white and everything, you know, looks good. And it's just time consuming as shit, man. So it's crazy. So that's why like I focus more on the the graphics because I can just hammer that shit out and get it to the clients and get paid. But, you know, like I said, the official shit, it's just a, a, a dope ass hobby. Just like, just like the way this is the, the podcasting and shit, man. It's just fun. Yeah. It's weird that this is, I, I always thought, never thought of myself as having any hobbies. And I think we were like, it still took me like to be 50 episodes in of the other show to be like, 
oh, I guess this is something that I like. I because the same way you were talking about like uh, watching tutorials as you're going to sleep, like I'm like, all right, I got to figure out how to edit. Like I don't know what I'm doing at all. Like learning everything from scratch is crazy. <laughs> right, it is, man. But you know, it, it can be done. That's the crazy part. Like there's there's people that just don't know how to learn. You know, yes. Like like I I I bring this up when when people talk about um. Like when someone says YouTube University, I can just skip going to college or whatever. <clears throat> Sorry. That's all right. And um, and the thing that I always bring up about school, like about going to school is school teaches you how to learn, you know, not just it doesn't just give you shit. It, it shows you like there's methods of of how how to learn, you know, and some people just don't they can't grasp it like they see shit and they just it's Greek you know, off top, you know, but it's literally just, you know, you got to just read a little bit, know what programs do, what, what does that button do? What will happen if I run it through this? And I put this kind of a, a filter on it and, and, and do this thing in the background and, you know, all this different shit. It's, it's, it's like that with anything, you know, like with the mechanic, He's, he learns a, a, a engine, you know, I'd look at, I, I'm, I'm thankful I have a brother-in-law who's a mechanic because I would, I, I'm scared as shit of cars and engines and stuff like that. But to him, it's like, it's nothing. I wa I watch him like when he does like my, uh, oil changes and, and he just switched out these, uh, these, uh, what the hell are they call it? Spark plugs? Oh no. Yeah. No, nah, he did. There were these things that I have and, and anybody who has like an old GM car can testify. Oh, there are these the, things, actuators got, yeah. that actuators and they go like when you get in the car and when uh, you turn the when you turn it from hot to cold or you turn it from like you know this side to this side i had like three of them that that needed to be replaced and so did my dad's impala like we both have impalas and he i watched like he took my car and did mine but then i watched him do my dad's and and i was like wow bro like it's crazy that you know how to just get in there and switch shit out and do all kinds of shit man that shit's foreign to me but it's like with anything, man, if you really take your time to learn it, you know, I'm pretty sure you'll figure it out. It just takes practice. You know, it's funny because I didn't learn the you have to learn how to learn uh, thing until way after school. Like I school, it just never, ever made any sense to me at all. I was like, this is all useless. I don't know why I'm doing any of it. And really, it actually really was YouTube that it wasn't just because it, it's not just one way of explaining it. Like I can watch someone talk about it and go. I think I know what they're talking about, but I'm going to watch somebody else. And then they explain it in that way that like, I'm so dumb that they have to be like, all right, you do this. Then you move the right. mouse up here and you press edit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's, there's certain people who think they know how to teach, but there's other people out there that really, really know how to explain shit. And I always say this, man, I always say, God bless the nerds because Dude. without you two, man, <laughs> Who knows? I've learned so much from YouTube. Even after graduation, man, I, I have to keep up with uh, all the updates that Photoshop puts out, that Adobe Illustrator puts out, that Audition puts out, you know, all the different programs and shit, because shit's getting easier and easier. They're figuring out, like, what is it that people want that our programs do, you know? So you got to keep up with that shit. And you got to know, you know, how, how to pay attention to somebody and shit, man. It's, I don't know. I... I... I'm to the point now to where I'm like, I'm 37 years old. I'm like, am I too old to learn how to do all that? Cause it's like, you almost have to figure out how to delegate your time now. Cause I'm like, all right, if I, I know I have to work my normal job and then I know I have a certain amount of time after, you know, in between my hobbies and whatever else to learn something. And 
what if I get like six, eight months, a year deep into this? And I'm like, okay, I'm not only am I not good at it, maybe I don't like it like I thought I did. Like it's, it's a weird spiral that I end up getting myself into of like, I know, because honestly, like when you were talking about, uh, when I really started to put connect between the official and the casual designs and everything, I was like, clearly there is something there. Like, you know, there is a, a need out there for something like that. And you're over there on the West coast. Who's doing it over here on the East coast. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Uh, and I'm like, well, am I too far behind the eight ball to be like, I don't think I can be the Jack of all trades that Kaz is, but maybe I can learn how to take the background out of a photo. Hey, anytime you ever have any questions, man, feel free to hit me up. But I don't think it's ever too late to learn, man. It, it, there's, I didn't go. I went back to school at like 30, yeah. I think. You know what I'm saying? And I, I I lived my life thinking that I needed to just have a good nine to five and get retirement from that. And I don't have, you know, I don't diss anybody that lives that lifestyle. But when I got with my wife, her mom owns a salon, you know, and then my wife, she tried to follow in her mom's footsteps when she was around 18, 19. She, uh, the chemicals and everything messed up her hands so bad that she had to like drop out. So then she'd had a bunch of jobs and then she went back to school for business. And then eventually she got that under control to the point to where she went back to beauty school. And now she runs this salon with her mom. But I say that to say this, basically like just seeing, being around my mother-in-law and seeing what it was to be a business owner and seeing how this woman, if she wanted to take a vacation, she could take a vacation. If she wanted to do this and do that, she was her own boss. She didn't have to answer to anybody, you know? And I loved that. I was like, damn, like I need to do that. So that influenced me. And then also I I, I was working with my homie Chef Mondo at a, at a sorority house at the University of Arizona and shit. So I was surrounded by college kids and just being around them and seeing how they had their plans like laid out. A lot of these kids that are involved in that whole Greek life and everything like that. It's a, it's a like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a cult. It's like a culture and those, they, they look out for each other. You know what I'm saying? That's why those dues are so expensive because you're kind of buying your way into like a family, a lifetime family of, of, you know, a certain set of people. And, you know, they they look out for each other, you know, throughout the years and shit. You know, Andy Bernard always was dropping shit about uh about going to Cornell and saying they have an extensive <laughs> group of, of of groups that help each other out and all this shit. He wasn't lying, man. And like just being around those kids, man, it made me want to go back to school. The fact that my wife did it two times while I was with her, I was like, Yeah, I did. I'm like, if she can go back to school twice, I need to do this at least once. And you know that in combination with the homie of mine who who was doing websites and i always bring up the story about when i was in san diego and la jolla with him and he has his laptop on his hit this kitchen table over there and he's like you see that right there and i'm like what's that bro he's like that's my office right there and i was like damn like that right there made me want to like like i need to be able to do that too and now basically that is my life man like i can work anywhere there's wi-fi if there's wi-fi i can make money from wherever i'm at you know what i'm saying and that to me is like it's awesome but it's you know it's not always a all you know sunny sunny sunsets and palm trees and shit because when you're when you're uh uh, self-employed there's a lot of shit you know i'm saying you got to get your own insurance you got to get your own you know taxes are completely different uh you know there's so much different shit to it man but i i do love the the freedom part of it man you know what i'm saying like i'll be up till you know 
seven in the morning doing work and then i'll sleep while the sun's out because it's hot as shit out here <laughs> and then get up and then start my work day again you know and it's, it's 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 crazy man i'm trying to adjust but it's just the way i've been living man you know it is what it is well i think that's too what's cool about what i have found that's been good about starting a podcast and finding that there was an indie community out there because honestly when i first started uh the untrained eye with my wife like i was like do people even do this? Like, I thought it was just famous people that did it. Uh, and then, you know, slowly you start using, you know, you read all the Google uh, articles that are like, put every hashtag you can think of. And then those right. hashtags are like, oh, look, there's somebody else out here. What's going on? And like now I feel like, you know, between all the inner circle guys and, you know, all of the podcasts that we interact with now, uh, it's it's a way of getting what you get from your mother-in-law. Like we see all these people doing just a crazy array of different things that who knows what they do in their real life, but they're like, this is what I like to do. I've decided to spend a bunch of time on this. And, uh, you know, as much as I'm apprehensive to try something new, like I'm around people doing new things all the time, every day. Yeah, man, it's just you got to, you know, you got to surround yourself with people that that feel the exact same way, way as you do, man. Like, like I said, when I stopped doing that, <clears throat> that magazine, I got a lot of uh, I want to say a lot of hate for that because, you know, all of a sudden uh, these guys that wanted me to put them in this magazine. Now I'm hitting them up and, hey, you want to buy a T-shirt, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like and and it's like, well, oh. Well, yeah, bro, but damn, that sucks. You're not doing the magazine no more and shit. Like, so I, I feel like I caught a lot of slack for that. And so then, like, when I, w- with the whole Hood Diner shit, I wanted to try a different approach. So, like I said, around episode 18, 19, I was like, you know, I don't want to depend on, like, the same people here because uh, it sucks to say it, but just, like, it's just a lot of hating going on anywhere, anywhere. You know, anytime you're trying to do something better yourself and people aren't, on that level, man, you just catch a lot of hate for it. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to find like-minded individuals that were doing the same shit. I was looking for small podcasts and 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 you know people that were up and coming. And I was like, I want to build a community outside because even even before I started the podcast, I was getting more sales on on my website. I still to this date, I still sell more out of town. I mean, it's kind of picked up lately, but I sell more out of town than I do in my own city sometimes. So I was like, well, if that's that, if I'm, I'm going to take that approach with the podcast. So I wanted to just like, you know, I started looking online, like you said, looking up the hashtags, <laughs> seeing how many followers people got like that. And then somehow I landed on this podcast called Sipping and Swearing. And then they were down with these, this is these girls called these drunk bitches. <laughs> and then they were down with Watsky and all them. They were part of the NSFW podcast. And then I just reached out to them. I was like, man, I was like, this is cool. Y'all got each other's backs. Y'all are from a bunch of different states, probably never even met each other. But you have that same common goal of putting out a quality podcast for people, you know, to listen to and shit, man. And like, I feel like that's the the, the biggest thing that I've loved about the inner circle, man, is like we've done nothing but lift each other up you know what i'm saying and, it, and it's just been it's just been a cool thing and now like i have people in new hampshire that reach out to me on twitter like oh man this episode was great you know and people in florida and people in you know in chicago and shit man like we got fans in different states this shit's crazy to me bro it, it's it's crazy as shit but it's fun and you know that's what i that's what i do love about the podcast is the podcast i i just knew for a for a minute that 
it was going to be the next big thing. I remember when we started, I remember telling my, I remember telling Century, I was like, dude, watch. I was like, by the end of this year, once, once we drop this podcast and once people see the graphics that I'm going to throw behind this shit, people are going to be like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to do a podcast. And I've seen so many start and they just don't, they don't make it past like 25 sometimes. You know if what I'm that, saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that number. That's that, that evil number that people <laughs> have to get past because 25 weeks straight, man, you gotta, you know, that's a lot of work. And if you can handle that, then you're golden. But a lot of people don't realize the amount of work that really does go into it. Even though it's like an hour long podcast, shit, you got to plan that shit out. If you have like a good show, you got to have stuff to talk about. You got to have questions for your guests and you know, all that shit, make sure the quality sounds good. It's a lot. It's a lot to it, man. It's so much to think about that. Yeah. It's like that. Like you, like it, yeah, it's, it almost is overwhelming. And yeah, I I almost think 25 is too generous. Like if uh, if people get to five, I'm like, all right, I think you did it. (laughs) You're right. Oh also man! Find I, out- I, I, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I just I always bring up like the first 18 episodes, bro. Like we were just <laughs> eating on the microphone left and right, like just I'm just grubbing. And until until the Duchess said that, like when we were eating some 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 gummy bears, she's like, "It sounds like y'all are sucking some dick on the mic." And I'm like, "Wow, yeah, this is." That's it. That was where it ended. That's where we started doing something new, like on video. Like we do that. That's part of our little Patreon thing. And um, I know a lot of the homies, they're not they're not fans of Patreon. Like we'll have the group chat. And anytime I bring up the Patreon, it gets all quiet. And like we were like, oh, I'm not a fan of putting stuff behind a paywall and shit. But it's like it's a whole extra thing. It's a whole extra thing. Me and Century, every week we take turns going out and finding something new, whether it be a snack or something to eat or something to drink. And then we give like little reviews on the shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's separate. So that's what we put on our Patreon and shit. And then also we have like really cool stuff that you can get there that you can't get anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? So we make it worth it for the people who do sign up. It's like three bucks a month. That ain't shit. That's one. That's not (laughs) even a full Starbucks, bro. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, and, and we like I said, we try to make it worth it and shit like that. But it's well, fun, and, and right now we're we're doing all right. At this point, we actually have enough uh, Patreon people that our website and our hosting is like paid for. You know what I mean? And that's so it. That's like, yeah, we don't have to worry about yeah. nothing. And I'm like, dude, if we can get a hundred people <laughs> to sign up, they're giving us three bucks, like. All the food that we buy for something new will be covered. We'll be able to do upgrades to all our shit. I'll be able to like pocket a little bit for all the work that I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, hey, man, you know, not, nothing in this motherfucker is free, man. So it's just, you know, that's <laughs> well, that's the thing. So we try to make it worth it for, for people and shit like that. But yeah, I got it's a lot of work, bro. Like I finally set up the Patreon at episode like 89. And we've been doing this since like 27. <laughs> so there's like 60 plus videos. And I've I'm I'm on I'm ba- I'm barely like maybe eight deep right now. I'm trying to catch up. It's just a lot of stuff, but it's fun. It's fun. It's a good time. I, I will say we did try the orange cream Twizzlers and they were delicious. <laughs> oh god, those were weird. Those were so weird, man. <laughs> they were yeah. super weird because they were so soft. Like they did not have Twizzler consistency at all. They were like not they were like soft ice cream or something. It was so weird, but they tasted yeah. delicious. <laughs> it was an orange sickle melted and then jellified. Like you know what I'm saying? It was uh, uh, it was weird. And but, then uh but 
tonight I'm stopping at Taco Bell because Taco Bell got these fake ass uh dole whips that they're selling and shit. They got like these uh pineapple fizz drinks and shit. It's no. supposed to be like a dole whip. <laughs> I if you if you're a fan of the diner man, I I it was like a period where I brought up dole whips so much that when somebody wanted to diss us like at one of like the the, the what do they call those the, the roasts and shit they would be like well you'd be running as much as the hood runner like stole whips and all this other shit you know what i'm saying this is like it, it became a thing and like people bring it up to me every now and then like they'll send me like screenshots of doll whips i have homies that when they when they well when disneyland was open they're going to disneyland they're taking a picture with their doll whip hey cash check it out bro doll whip you know and it's just it became a thing so yeah that's what we're trying on something new tonight dude that's so, awesome it's gonna be fun yeah as far as the patreon goes though like i think people especially the indie podcast i'll just speak for myself uh, what Patreon does for me is expose how uncreative I am because I'm like, all right, this is what I, I try and think about what I'm already putting out there. And I think of what would be what would be something that w- would be still worth hearing, but we wouldn't be like jealous of it because it's behind a paywall now and no one can see it. And it makes you think about what you do in such a way that I really think it makes I know it makes me sad about myself because I'm like, God dang it. Why can my brain not go that extra uh, to figure out what it is? Because I'm like, oh, we'll do movie reviews. But like, why? Who? Why? Like, who's going to want to pay to hear us be like, you know, Back to the Future, they had some inconsistencies in time. (laughs) (laughs) In this scene, you can see Marty McFly was facing left. But then the next scene, he was facing completely right. That Pepsi can was from 1943. (laughs) yeah i get that i you know and i've still i've been i've been wanting to subscribe to uh delvin cox's uh uh, patreon to see what it is that he does different as well too because you know i've seen that he has that and then like you say yeah you you got to find something extra that you can do for the audience and like i said for us it just became because of the fact that we just weren't doing it on the mic anymore so i was like well let's just start recording it and then we have all these built up so it's like all right you know what we have some some different conversations as well mm-hmm. and then it's like it's kind of got that asmr feel to it too because you can't hear motherfuckers eating and shit and it's like uh, i like, but I, I, like just... I try to do just different shit as far as the patreon i do have like different sets of uh uh questions that sometimes i'll ask the guest that that are that'll go up there you know and then uh um, and we, like I said, we're still learning as we go, but I mean, like I said, man, three bucks, that ain't shit, man. That ain't shit to support your homies. You know what I mean? A month. Come on. You won't even miss right. that. <laughs> right. And so, but and then, like I said, we have different packages, man. Like we have a, the, 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 the breakfast plate is the intro. Yep. And then the lunch plate is, uh, every month I send like a different, uh, swag bag is what I call it, where that's where we have like different hood diner stickers or, I'll get, you know, stuff from like from official like this last month, anybody who signed up, I gave them the pins like these little uh, uh, metal pins that I got these little gold and silver ones. And then the month before I gave uh, official face masks along with like some hood diner stickers. So to me, it keeps me having to get myself like some merch going for the podcast, you know, and that's what you get if you do like the $10 package. And then we have like a like a $30 package, which gets you like a shirt. Because DJ Century has the capability that he has uh, his uncle, they have a, a direct to garment uh, printer. 
So like I can print shirts on demand. So if even if I only had one person sign up to that, boom, every month, they're going to get a new shirt that I design. It'd be like an official hood diner collab. And then the $60 package will be a shirt and a hat, you know, but that's like, that's custom shit. You know what I mean? That's custom shit. And then of course that includes like the shipping and all that stuff like that. So it's, you know, it's there for like the people who want to do it. We don't have any yet, but I have a feeling eventually we'll get somebody. You need to entice them in with a God tier of like $10,000 and you'll go to them and like record one episode of the hood diner with them or something. Show them how, show them how to record shit and be like, look, this is what, this is what I do. I'll give you the secrets. (laughs) I don't know if you do this. There's sometimes where I'll give secrets. And then when I'm listening to it later on, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bleep that out. I, <laughs> you know, what's so funny I'm is when you give those it. secrets, I want to like, I want to like screenshot the time code. Cause I'm like, dude, these secrets. I, can I tell you, I understand when you're like, I don't want to tell anyone these secrets. Cause when I would figure stuff out, well, like even just on audacity, it was so crazy because I was, I was barely holding on by my fingertips and I would have people message me like, Hey man, how do you whatever on audacity? And I'm like, Oh my God, I have some power now. What's going on? (laughs) Look at you, the audacity of you asking me this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I always say, you know, sometimes, sometimes you you give them the sauce, but you don't give them the full recipe. You know what I'm saying? It's like sometimes you can sprinkle a little bit in there and shit. And we give away all kinds of different game, like Century. I love it when he talks about DJing and scratching and mixing and all this shit. Cause I'm like, that's another little sub hobby that I did. Like I used to run a, uh, event center a couple years back and i would bartend there but like we had paid we, the dj made more money than anybody at the at the at these parties and shit so i was like fuck man like i wound up buying myself like a little controller and i actually booked myself for a couple <laughs> dj spots there and shit but it, it, you got to have the music you got to have the ear for it you know what i mean but i love it when he talks about that shit and it's just like with me like i'll give people some game on you know where i can where you can get this or where you know the best place to go for graphics is or the best you know shortcuts for this and that and it's just you know sometimes i give it out sometimes i don't man it just depends on how i feel that week bro (laughs) i mean listen everybody can't have everything you had to go to school a little bit and it wasn't free (laughs) exactly (laughs) oh it is not free free. i'm still paying for that shit (laughs) look your time's not free either <laughs> yeah, definitely. By definitely. the way, it is amazing how many people, when you get a little bit of knowledge and let people know how they're like, hey, man, you want to, I just need this one little thing real quick. Can you just do that real quick? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they're like, what do you mean it's going to cost X dollars? Like, I don't know. Like, this is my time. <laughs> I thought we yeah. were friends. Like, nah, man, we're friends, but <laughs> you still got to pay. <laughs> There's a meme that came out of a while back that said, uh, RIP to all the conversations I would have after I showed them the, the cost or some shit like that, dude. Like, it's like, yeah, I, I get hit up daily. Hey, bro, I need to get a logo. How much for this? And I'm like, all right, you know, send me an email and I'll send you the proposal. And the proposal has like everything laid out. It talks about what you're going to get and you know the time frame and uh, the the payment schedule and then i just like i'll see that it says it's been opened but then i won't hear nothing back from people and shit and i'm just like you know what that's you know i mean I, I've, I've come to that point to where like i'm not afraid to say no and shit i had to learn that the hard way you know getting into like 
projects with people who are just like difficult to work with and shit, man. And like you nowadays, I, I, I talk to people, I get like a vibe from them before I even commit to any work. Now I've learned bro for reals. And it's just, you know, I have no problem telling people no, man. And I, I'll lie. I'll be like, well, you know, bro, right now I'm really, really backed up and uh, I'll get with you as soon as I have an opening. Okay. And it just never happens. <laughs> Do you ever busy, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you ever give the joyful, like, I just don't want to do this. Like, have you ever had that? Like, I've never been that bold (laughs) to do that to somebody, man. At the end of the day, I I may talk a lot of shit, but then I'll start to feel bad about it. So most of the time I'll come up with a really good lie and just be like, oh man, you know, that's not really my forte, bro. I could send you to somebody else. And then next thing you know, that's their problem. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm usually like pretty chill about it. See, by the way, the best thing, the best way I found, uh, you don't have to lie. You don't have to make up an excuse. An excuse. All you have to do, because I worked in construction for so long, so many people would hit me up like, hey, can you help me do this? And I have an idea of how much that stuff would cost, and I would just times it by three. And be like, okay, yeah. it's going to cost you three grand for me to do I could get the guy to do it for a thousand. Like, you better call the guy. Hit him up, dude. I'll do it for three grand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, Hector down the street said he cut it for 15. Well, go ahead and let him fuck your head up. That's let what him. I always think about. I always think about that part. Fuck your head up, man. Dude, so is it you that, like, uh, somehow, like, adjacently got my Instagram? All all the search algorithm is just different barbers, like, doing their crazy barber tricks or, like, doing lines. Because, like, I will be sitting on Instagram for 30 minutes and be like, I've watched a hundred barber videos. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then once you go down that hole, it's like, he likes barber stuff. Let's keep throwing it at him. Dude, it won't you stop. Know? It won't stop. Every, like there's, I get all the straight razor stuff. I get all the like homeless man that they, you know, turn into a GQ model, all of it. <laughs> yeah, man. And I, I, I got to give it up for the barbers, man. Like that's a, that's a cash business. So those guys are always like, they're either buying shirts or like I said, buying bracelets from me. Um, I do a lot of their like business cards there's there's shops where like I literally do everybody in the shop's card like they have like one universal card and the owner will send me like a name this is the new guy and all I have to do is go in and switch out like the name and then their Instagram handle and their, their mobile number and then I order their business cards and shit man like they're just it's a, it's it's one of those uh it's just one of those industries man that's always popping like even when they did like a, a total shutdown here in Arizona they left us on the 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 essential shit for a good while till people complained about it. It was also because our governor's wife has fucking salons and shit. Uh. Like it was a, there's been this little conspiracy going on and shit. And so uh so yeah, yeah, for a while there, you know, it was like, oh, you know, you got to do social distancing. How are you going to social distance as a barber? You're all up in their grill cutting and shit and doing all that shit, so you know, like and like even with my wife, man, you know, I worry about her cuz she's she's doing that shit, but we made a requirement at our salon where they have to wear the face mask or they can't, they can't come in, you know? And like a lot of the ladies there, they're just, you know, they, they either have like a husband that's got this or them themselves got something that they're, everybody's like kind of more paranoid about it now. And you see these numbers have been rising in Arizona. It's just been crazy and shit. So they're quick to tell somebody, no, 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 no. You put your fucking mask on right now. Have you, you had anybody, go. have you had anybody get wild or like, I will not stand the for Karens, this. The Karens? Yeah. Nah, thankfully we haven't had any Karens <laughs> at the salon, man. I mean, but you know, there was a, uh, the slap heard around the world was that one Karen in that convenience store where she told her to go back to Mexico and then. Oh, 
what I didn't hear that one. Staying in the face. Like they like she slapped the shit out of her. And next thing you know, she's immortalized as like a, <sighs> a, a comic book character smacking the shit out of her. Like it looks like the Batman and Robin meme. But it's, it's a big lady slap. Her, Go back to Max. Slap. So yeah, there's, there's been a whole lot of that shit going down here, man. But yeah, it's crazy, man. I don't get these people, man. But I get it, you know. People love people love their their freedoms, bro. They love their freedoms. Man, wh- okay. So, what do you really think about that? Do you think that wearing a mask is taking away a freedom? I know. I think that's like, <laughs> I think that's so dumb to be like, you know, you know, you're infringing on my First Amendments and all my Amendment rights and all this. Like, come on, man. It's not like they're asking you to like pin a fucking swastika to your to your sleeve and in chip chip the mark of the beast and all that shit, man. It's a fucking mask and it's temporary. It's not going to be forever, you know. Well, it, it, that that's how I look at it, man. I don't think it's if if it's. I always go back to the whole shit, like where you know. Yeah, granted, uh, the, the people love to hit you with the facts where they're like, oh, well, it, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. It's still going to get you sick. But guess what, bro? Like, it, 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 if if it's raining and I have a fucking umbrella, I'm not going to get that much on me. I might get wet, but not as much. So if I got to fucking do that to, you know, at least slim my chances down, then so be it, you know? Like, my thing is, is we, I've heard people make the argument of, well, we're making these business owners police the people that come in. Like, okay, but what about the business owners that have the no shoe, no shoes, no shirt, no service? What about right? the ones that don't allow smoking because it's federally prohibited? Like, they're having to enforce those laws in their business, and no one was worried about that when that was happening. And now we've got this thing that makes your face hot a little bit, might fog up your glasses, <laughs> and right? everyone's losing their mind. People are like, oh, you can you can pass out and you can get. And I get there is certain people out there that probably can't do it, but Weak. it's not asking them. <laughs> it's not asking too much, man. And it's just, I think that in combination with this is something completely new. Like this came out of nowhere, you know. And and lately, I've been kind of feeling it too, man. Like I like the other day we were gonna we were gonna go up to Phoenix to go to IKEA and shit, and like. I was excited for that. And then something came up and we didn't go. And then I was like, fuck, man, like I miss going out. I miss like I got a couple boxes of new shoes. I want to break in and wear them out somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I got me a couple new jerseys and shit like that. And I like I want to rock some shit. But, you know, I can I can put that on hold for a while. But there's people who just absolutely can't. You know, they're just like, no, I got to get out. And I get it. Certain people's certain people's brains work in different ways, man. And like, you know, it's 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 sad, but, you know, it's 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 not asking. It's not asking too much. I don't think it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure Adam Simmons will probably disagree with me right now, but I don't think it's too big of a deal. He always gives Bobby more shit for him coming over wearing his mask. You know what I'm saying? But I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's a big a big deal, man. But there's ways to go about it. You know, you can't just walk up to somebody and say, like, put the mask on or get the fuck out. You know, like, you got to be like civil about this shit. And. Like I said, I think it's just because of because of what this is and it's just new to everybody. I think everybody's just like weirded out about it. Nobody really can explain it. And, you know, everybody. And then and then, dude, the the media doesn't help. You know, the media doesn't help with shit. You know, it's a it's an election year. All that all that shit ties into just a bad bag of what the fuck is going on, you know, and 
I just I, I get it. I get why people are on edge and shit, but you got to check yourself because the people will check you right now. Like the, the whole nation is in check mode, oh, you know, yeah. with all the riots and the protesting and shit like that, man. People are ready to like tell you like what's up, you know, so you just got to you just got to mind your P's and Q's and just just, you know, do what you got to do, you know, or get rolled over because that seems exactly. to be what's happening right now. I yeah, think the people in the mask that are yelling uh, or that are in their mask that get mad, I feel like you get braver to yell at someone when you can't. Your whole face is covered, pretty much. <laughs> you like you get this weird confidence that you would never have to be like, hey, you're a bad person. Yeah. <laughs> you would never I trip say out. that. I trip out thinking about poor bankers and convenience store clerks just like looking at people with masks on their face like are you just a customer or are you here to rob me like what the fuck like it's crazy i love the memes where it like shows like west side connection and it says <laughs> 90s gangsters and then 2020s law-abiding citizens you know what i mean it's just little blonde it, it, children in masks <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, it's crazy, bro. It's unexplainable. It really is. It's just a trip. And I like. I, and since I work from home, I'm I'm already here, so I've been kind of going a little stir crazy. Uh, we had like, you know, we had so we had a vacation we had to cancel. We were gonna go to Alaska, and um, we just love getting out of town. Me and my lady, like, that's what we live for. We love to get out of town. We just love seeing new places and shit. And uh, it's kind of sucked, you know. It's kind of sucked, we're, but. I mean, it's not too much to ask, bro. You know what I'm saying? If I got to stay home to keep my ass alive and keep the rest of my family alive, then pff, I'm here, bro. I'm here. And I mean, if you need to see the outside, I mean, I, I feel really uh, like I'm maybe too flippant about the whole thing because I like I have been able to work this whole time and I work outside. Yeah. So I get all the vitamin D I can handle. I am just out in the in the world. I can hear birds chirping and, you know, see trees with the breeze going through them so i'm not i don't feel like i'm trapped anywhere and i don't know i don't know i don't know if i would just walk laps around my house or just mow the grass every day or what but something like as much as i hate i really don't like to work outside but in times like right like since all of this has happened i realized that there is a benefit to it because there are people that i'm sure would love to work a week of my job just so they could be outside yeah yeah well i for i think like for five years when i was younger i i did auto glass like mm -hmm. windshields and shit and that was just a horrible period of, of my life working in and out of like hot ass cars always having like different glues and shit stuck to your fingers and mm -hmm. shards of glass and like uh you know it makes me appreciate the fact that i get to work from an air-conditioned room you know in my pajamas if i want to yeah and uh but uh, but yeah, and, and I've thought about that like with Watsky and with you and with uh, like even Jody B was saying like he's been they you guys have been essential like this whole time so nothing's really changed. But you know I I just I worry about that shit like like let me ask you this like when you go if you leaving work and you stop at like a convenience store and shit are you like grabbing the door handle normally and shit and touching anything and everything or are you kind of like iffy about like how you do shit nowadays are you a little more on it or no so i i wasn't really at first i would say i wasn't even wearing a mask like i was just like <clears throat> i don't know I, I just so part of what i do for work is i clean swimming pools so i am literally sticking my hands in bleach water 
all day. Like, that's just all I'm doing. So I just, even though I'm not a doctor or a scientist, I'm like, okay, this is good enough to, to keep me clean. But now, since we, since everything like opened back up and then it happened like we all thought it would and cases spiked like crazy, I bought a mask. And now I like try and time it just perfectly so someone else is opening the door and I can snake my way in. Uh, <laughs> You're that shuffle guy that like walks slow until somebody else does it. You <laughs> behind somebody else. Zoop, thank you. <laughs> and then I'll just get exactly what I came for. And I and I do the thing. You know what's funny is I for a couple times I did the thing where like wherever I would naturally grab the handle to like open the door to get a whatever like some water or whatever i was like oh maybe i'll i'll go low on the handle or high on the handle yep. like, everybody's <laughs> doing that everybody is bro everybody's everybody i'm a weirdo i'll go up to it with like my pinky and i'm like get the bottom the very bottom but somebody else has probably touched that already of and course. Shit, man. dude you know what's funny is i was doing that and then one of the guys that uh i snaked in after he opened the door i saw him do that he grabbed he intentionally i saw him like almost go for the normal spot and then go for the bottom and i was like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter yeah. where you touch it it's fine <laughs> yeah. uh, i see people wearing gloves and you know, they've been buying those keychains that have the little hooks on them. So that's how they open doors and shit like that. And I seen a dude doing that at the ATM the other day. I was like, ah, it's actually not bad right there. I told my lady, I was like, we need to get some of them little finger condoms that you can just put on the tip of your finger and just beep, 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 and then just throw it away when you're done and shit. But yeah, I have a, I have a big ass box of wipes and some fucking 70% alcohol in the car. And like, when I get back in from doing shit, I go to fries to get some milk and all that shit. And I come back in first thing, clean everything off. You know what I'm saying? Take my mask off. You know, I'm trying to be safe about it. I'm probably being overly paranoid, but you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a older dude. I'm a overweight dude, man. Like it's, it's attacking those people and shit. So I'm just, I'm trying to do everything I can to not get the Rona. I don't want to be that guy that died from the <laughs> Rona. Man. I don't. I mean, the numbers are in your favor to survive and thrive if you got it. So I have faith. <laughs> I mean, I, I hope so. But yeah, that's 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 where we're at in these fucking days right now, man. It's crazy. It's a crazy thing. So when do you see? So really, you said your design company hasn't like it slowed down a little bit, but it's picking back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just chill. Um, it's 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 like I said. I've, I've always had like I always have stuff on the back burner that I've still can work for for myself mm -hmm. that I really need to do. So when there's no work, I kind of appreciate it because it's almost like time for me to get my shit together. You know, like I said, I've been doing these Patreon videos. Uh, I want to get all the Jersey stuff done. I don't even have my own website yet, man. Like a personal website as of now. And I was talking to a friend of mine about this the other day. I was like, man, I, I'm mad thankful that just word of mouth has been like the greatest tool for me because like I said, I don't even have a fucking website graduated in 2013. So that's like seven years that I've just been putting in work, building up my portfolio and shit. And then plus my procrastinating ass, like, I'm just like, I, oh, it's gotta be perfect. It's gotta be great. It's gotta represent all my best work. So then I like psych myself and I'm like, that's a lot of work, bro. Like, are you ready to tackle that yet? And I'm just, I've been putting it off. But I, I definitely need to do it. And I already know, like, I just feel like my business will double the second 
people can be like, oh shit, like that's what you could do. Oh, okay, I like all this shit, you know? And it's crazy. It's, it's just one of those things where it's like, you've been putting it off, but like, I'm kind of almost like afraid of it because I'm like, wow, it's gonna get crazy. If I thought I didn't have time now, I feel like once I get that website up, it's gonna be like double that. So, I mean, but I wanna do it. Like my, my this, is, this month is my birthday month. So I really wanna like get it done sometime this month and shit and be able to celebrate that just since I have the time now, you know? So if it doesn't happen, though, don't feel bad. And you, you said it, word of mouth. The company that I work for now has been around for, I think they're coming up on 40 years. They have never put out an advertisement once anywhere. And we have all, the only time that we ever lost so much work that I, I actually got laid off was in 2009 when we had that economic decline and everybody lost everything all at once. And, of course, mm -hmm. no one's... No one's trying to buy, uh, you know, sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollar pools uh, when they have no money. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it, it's it's been a trip. It's definitely been a trip, and 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 people just, you know, they'll be in the the. I like asking them where they where they uh, referred to me from. You know what I mean? Because I love definitely like if somebody's like, oh yeah, such and such person said that, and then if that person does come through and give me a deposit or whatever, I love reaching out to the other person and saying, Hey man, thank you. Your buddy, such and such just hit me up. I'm doing work for him, you know, and this and that. And then some people will just be like, yeah, I just, I was scrolling through Instagram and I landed on one of your designs and you know, here I am. And, but most of it's, yeah, like I said, it's word of mouth and shit. And it's been good. It's been really good. I've been blessed with that. Dude, your stuff is all really eye catching. Like I was just talking about this the other day about how, um, the, for podcasts anyway, like the, the, I always call it the album art, but like the cover, you know what I mean? Like the, I'll just call it the album art of the podcast. Yeah. Like it is, it really does make a difference because there are podcasts that I have been scrolling through Instagram and I stop and go, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to check it out. Cause it looks cool. And right. Like, I don't know. You, you know how to do that. And there's proof now because you did one of the coolest things that I have I don't know. I think it's awesome. Uh, which was you got to do some art for a was it a TV show or a movie? Oh, dude, yeah. Shout out to to Mikey from Failing Hollywood. He hit me up, or like when I went to go visit him. Like me and Century were supposed to roll to Hollywood to have like a little West Coast Inner Circle meetup last year, mm -hmm. and Century kind of he had some shit come up last minute, and I was almost gonna bail on it, but like my cousin who uh, is like just like one of my number one fans lives in New Mexico and Al uh, Albuquerque and shit. And he was like, nah, man, you should definitely go. Like if any, anytime anybody offers you a place to stay and you can get out and get new experiences in, he's like, definitely do that shit. So like I, I went out there and I got to meet all them, man. We did a bunch of podcasts. Riley flew out from New Hampshire to go stay at his brothers and shit. And we just had a bomb ass time. And uh, while I was out there, I just kind of expressed that to Mikey. I was like, bro, like one of my dreams is to like see my name in credits of like a movie. Like as they're going up, you see all these names and shit, you're just tripping out. You're like, look at all these names. <laughs> what the fuck? You know, but like to actually be able to see that shit, I told him, I was like, that's a dream of mine. So, you know, I kind of planted that seed to him. And because he's a he's a, a prop master, he he works in you know different movies and Netflix. He's done some really big shit. He did uh, Kendrick Lamar's swimming pools video. And, you know, he's just done a lot of cool shit. So one day he hit me up and he was like, hey, man, I'm working on this Hulu show. It's a uh, Blumhouse uh, produced and it's uh, it's going to get uh, some good airtime. Like the, the objects that I'm asking you for, they're going to be on the, the screen. And so I did a uh, 
what did I do? I did a bumper sticker. I did uh, a mock-up of uh, uh, a spray bottle, mm-hmm. and then uh, a, 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 some mints, some some marijuana mints. And I got to name them. They were called Mintawanas. <laughs> and next thing you know, when I'm watching it, a fucking Carrie Mahoney from Police Academy's <laughs> holding the fucking thing I designed. I was like, God damn! I was like, dude, that is awesome right there, bro. But yeah, man, he he made that happen. You know, because he was in charge of all the props and shit, and there's certain things that he just doesn't want to do. So he, you know, he delegated that work to me. And man, it was it was just a really cool, it's a cool ass thing to be able to, you know, watch something on TV and see your shit there, man. Like there's no better feeling to me. I, I just love, you know, being able to say, like, I created that. That's awesome right there. And yeah, I'm I'm hoping he reaches out for more whenever he starts work back up. I told him, I'm like, hit me up, bro. Like I will. I will do this shit, man. Just, you know, he knows. And like, so yeah, that's, that's been a, that's been a cool ass thing, man. I, I love that. I haven't really wanted to like post anything else on my Instagram. Cause it's like <laughs> right there at the top and it says Hulu. And then somebody said that to uh, about me the other day. Like somebody was like, yeah, man, my dude did some shit on Hulu. And this, I was like, damn, I was like, that's fucking cool, bro. Like, thank you. Shit. It was crazy. But yeah, man, that was, that was all Mikey, man. All Mikey T from, from failing Hollywood, man. Shout out to him. He, he made that happen. And yeah, it was a good experience. I don't know if he, I don't know if he was talking about it on his show or when he, I know he's in New Hampshire now, or he, if he was with Riley saying it, but to anyone who thinks like, oh, this is just a favor and they knew each other and he just like, let him do whatever. Like I heard Mikey talking about it and he he was like, I heard him go into what I call boss mode. And like, you can hear when somebody turns the work on, he was like, no, I told him that I needed this, this, and this, and it needed to be in this amount of time. And if he couldn't do it, I'm moving on. And you could just hear the seriousness in his voice. And I was like, oh, so this is all good. This is like, like, I don't know. I just, I at least want you to know, I appreciate what you had to do in the time you had to do it of like coming up with something out of nowhere and just being like, all right, and here it is. I hope you like it. Yeah, I think that I think that was fuckboy Freddy that was talking some shit with me. I think I heard that episode too. Me and Freddie be fucking bullshitting with each other. But uh but yeah, no, nah, I mean shit. You know, if if Freddie could have done it, they would have hired his ass ah. to do it. Shit. <laughs> but uh but yeah, no, nah, it, it it was. It, I mean, you know, to me that's that's everyday shit, man. Like doing uh product mock-ups and just coming up with shit. I, I always give thanks to my teacher who passed away a couple years ago, but that man taught me just how to stick to the script and how to like when if if it's a design like how to make it so that it pops and like you know just uh giving people exactly what it is that they want you know and i don't know i feel like i've just i've encompassed that and i that's how i tackle any job that comes my way man and thankfully it, it's 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 served its purpose with me man i get i i thank that dude every day when i come up with a new design I'm just like, wow, yeah, and this that dude. I I I mentioned it on Jody B podcast because like when we would be in class, we would have these like sessions of drawing sessions. Like if we're coming up with a logo, he's like, all right, 10 minutes. I need you to come up with three samples for this logo for like a hamburger stand and this and this and that. So you'd have people like trying to put their own twist on it, like their own individualism on it and shit. But it's like, that's not your business. That's not your business. It's, it's not your hamburger stand. It's this client's hamburger stand. So my teacher, almost every fucking day when we were doing those shits, he would grab my my sketches and be like, well, 
But like, he's like, let me see what you did. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you know, we'll see. You're not kind of get. You're not grasping the concept. Look at what Fernando did right here. He <laughs> did this and he did that like that. Like I know, motherfuckers probably thought I was the teacher's pet and shit. Like nah, I'm a fuck. I just know what I. I just figured this old man out. I know what it is he likes. I I, I somehow figured him out, and I apply that to all my shit, man. So I got to give thanks to to Dennis Landry every 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 day that I can, man. That poor man. But don't underestimate your own talent for that as well, because that is like how some people can just open their mouth and they've never sung a, a note before and they can sing beautifully. Or if they just pick up a guitar and they can pick it up like wonderfully in a week. And you're like, how? I've been practicing for a year and I can't play that good. Like there is the thing that I don't have that I ha I've had to learn. And I, I would still say I don't have it. I just kind of understand it and it's the concept of something being aesthetically pleasing because yeah. like just how my job would be like I would do some you know not all but some finish work and I put I used to put no thought into it at all I would just put pipes sticking up wherever and my boss is like yo he's like if you were if you he's like I want you to go into where go stand by the sliding glass door and I want you to pretend you live here and I want you to walk out and I want you to tell me what you would complain about if someone built this for you and you just spent $80,000. <laughs> right. And I was like, OK, I get that. But like that didn't come naturally to me. I was like, that's where it goes. I'm just putting it there. What? <laughs> yeah, That's what I mean. Like, like I said, that's what it boils down to is some people have to learn how to learn. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and then once once you figured that part out, man, it, the rest of it, 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 you can apply it to a lot of different shit. I, I still love when Wetzky says he says, I don't art. <laughs> like he he breaks it down in the most simplistic of terms he's just like i don't art but that dude does dude he does he he undersells himself almost every fucking day and i keep telling him like oh god here we go again bro <laughs> like like you're, you're fucking gifted bro like to me to me what's he's one of like the most talented uh podcast hosts that i know like that man is just business all the way fucking through and i i've learned a lot of shit from him as well like he he created the official read you know what i'm saying yeah. like he sat back and looked at my brand and was like rooted in hip-hop and pop culture you know what i'm saying like <laughs> he fucking came up with that shit dude so it's like you know people are creative just in different lanes you know and it's just you got to do what you can with what you got you know and you can't always be uh upset that you can't do a certain thing you know, like you said, fuck, I would love to be able to play this, uh, this ukulele I got hanging right here, but I can't, I don't, my one hand is cool. Other hand is lost as shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, you know, I, I'm, I guess I'll just stick to doing my one hand with my mouse and I'm good, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, man, you just, you gotta work with what you get. People learn different shit. People are creative in different ways. But we're always just jealous and looking for the other thing. Like this as much dude, as much as like, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe if I was the design guy, I would be more jealous if that you got to be on a Hulu show. But like, I I don't know you. Like we the, the first time we actually ever even spoke was on uh, Mikey's show, The Winner's Circle, uh, for the Untrained right. Eye when we were when you decimated us. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It was it was it wasn't that bad. There was just a pile of ash where we used to be sitting. Uh <laughs> It's all good, bro. You you lasted like three, 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 four episodes, man. I got I lost the next week. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I lost the Uncle Randy, man. And yeah. Um, but uh 
what was I going to say? There was, I don't know. It's been a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Derailed and shit. Uh, What was I saying? We met for the first time. Oh, because like, I don't know. Like we had never met before. uh, And even before, before we had been on the winter circle before anything, like, I don't know. Like I can be happy for you and your achievements. Like that's, it's so weird to me to be rooting against someone even more so when you don't know them. Like that's yeah. what I don't get. Cause like Chris, like you were saying, talking about him and him underestimating himself every once in a while, he'll let go. He'll be like, yeah, man. He's like, we're getting hate from this side and that side and everywhere. And I'm like, it boggles my mind because clearly no one cares about any show I'm on enough to uh, <laughs> expend hate towards it. But like, I've never really experienced that hate and I don't know how I would react to it, but I definitely don't understand it. Like, especially at the level that we're all at, because we're all pretty much on the same playing field as far as, at least as far as the, the podcast thing is, is concerned. And, you know, like when Chris got his on it sponsor, like I'm messaging him like, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> like, right. why would you be jealous of that? Now, you know, it's possible. Like, okay, he did it. Okay. All right. At least I can start working towards something like that, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> dude, like it's funny when people come in and they, they they we tell them that we're sponsored by dude wipes. They're like, What the fuck? Like, how did how did y'all make that happen? And shit. I, I reached out to him. I reached out to him. I mean, I kind of finessed it a little bit, man. I kind of told him, like, look, I'm a graphic designer. If you guys, you know, bring us in, man, I'll be doing all kinds of little things for you, videos, this and this and that, like that. So that might have helped a little bit, but you know, I mean, yeah, it, it cracks me up when people understell themselves like that. But the hate shit is real, bro. Like, there's people out here that they're just jealous that you can do shit that they can't, and they came from the exact same place that you come from. You know, it's just it's a it's a it's a sickness, man, that some people have, and it sucks. I, I've I've seen I've I've lost friends over over the way people have changed man like my best man in my wedding i don't even talk to that dude no more because he just totally switched up and it was just a it was a weird experience i was like why like what what happened and and why are you letting all this inner hate why are you worrying about what the next man has you know and 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 you got to understand people got to do with what they can not everybody has the same opportunities but if you're a hustler and you and you you know you understand that you have to do for self man you're going to build those opportunities yourself you know it's like it's like i said like that was the main reason why i reached out outside of of the city of of where i'm from when it came to the podcast man because it was like it was just a different territory like i said i feel like i caught a lot of slack with that magazine shit so i tried something different and it's it's panned out man it's panned it's it's cool to go into my analytics and see all the different places on the map where people were getting downloads and shit you know what i mean so it's just you just gotta you gotta do yeah you just gotta keep doing the best you can with what you can and then yeah as far as hating what the next man does man everybody gets a little jealous every now and then it's the people that act on it yeah that you know when you cross that line you officially become a hater (laughs) then you know you know because yeah. you got to live with that shit. And then sometimes I feel like people just hate so much that it just becomes, it becomes second nature to them. And yes. they've just been engulfed. They have all this hatred inside and this jealousy. And it just, it drives people to do Same. stupid shit, man. And it sucks, but that's just how pe- some people are, man. And I, I, I love that there is people, that, you know, there's, like you said, you, you're the type of guy that's like, 
you be happy for somebody else doing good because you know you that's just you that's that's the way that's the way you are that's the way you work i think it's just everybody that's been brought up differently you know and and if i feel like if you know if the parents were were, were haters the kids are gonna be haters so it's just it's, it's in the blood man so you just gotta like you know just just i don't know fucking haters yeah it's i don't know it, it's i mean on one hand i do get it like it is because I, I don't know it, it for me personally i'll say personally i'll say sometimes it's just fun to be mean so you know if you're just like like how everybody busts on jason and will never stop they just owl me they'll just never oh, me yeah they'll never they just never let this guy go ever like he can't I have a moment of peace <laughs> That dude, man, he's he's crazy. He's on a whole nother level. I was listening to the newest creatures last night, and I can't remember what Adam said about his testicles. And fucking Adam hit him with the "I got more degrees than you got testicles," and I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "Bro, that was fucking." Killer. I even sent it like in the chat. I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "That's the fucking line of the century, bro." Like that shit had me cracking up doing work at the salon last night. I was like, "Wow, that was good. That was good." Yeah, he's he's a character, man. People love to. To, to to give him shit man because when you if you let him get going he'll keep going you know so that's where people are like oh god here we go here's another fucking almy <laughs> rant but the man knows his shit man the man knows his shit man listen he hasn't been going this long because he's not entertaining so right, <laughs> right? Oh, gosh yeah man that guy that guy's a, a he needs his own fucking sitcom man that dude's awesome <laughs> but i will say as far as haters go and like i think that because I, I don't know, because like, you know, when I've heard that people hate on you guys, like the inner circle specifically, it makes me think that because what how I see you guys is like it's something that doesn't normally exist. Like there is no look at all the networks out there, really, like which yeah. ones are which ones are even partially doing what you're doing. And by that, I mean, even like releasing regularly or trying to do anything extra outside of your normal shows or even promoting each other on each other's shows, having each other on each other's shows. It's not normal. And the fact that you guys are able to do that is, uh, you know, a testament to your ethic, your work ethic and, yeah. you know, what your commitment to that. And I think that it's, it is easy to be like, well, I'm part of something. I want to be, I want to, why are my guys doing this? Screw right. you guys. <laughs> I mean, that's what it boiled down to when it, when we, we call it the mutiny. Okay. That was when we were all on the NSFW. And then one day I get a text from, from Wetsky and from Simmons and from fucking Riley. And they're like, Hey bro, we're getting ready to start our own <laughs> shit. Are you down? And like, I was like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much down because the dudes that hit me up were the ones that were consistently putting out work, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I, I, I ride with these dudes, man. And when you have that kind of an experience, you know what I'm saying? It's like you develop this camaraderie and shit, there's strength in numbers. And it's just, it wasn't until after that happened, I honestly thought that what we were doing was like, like completely new. I didn't know there was so many different little podcast networks out there and this and that. And I was like, it wasn't until after we had really started the inner circle that I figured out that there was a bunch of uh, different podcast networks because we were talking about names and shit. So I was doing my homework and I was like, what about this? And somebody was like, nah, that's already out there. I was like, really? What the fuck? Really? And then I look it up on Twitter and I'm like, holy shit, this <laughs> one says they got 40 podcasts in this bitch. And you know, I just thought that, you know, that, that was the thing that we all agreed upon, man. It was like, we're going to keep, you know, it's the inner circle, you know, the, the, you know, they say, keep your circle small. So 
we never really wanted it to be something that was going to be super big with a bunch of different people. And, you know, I'm just thankful that the dudes that are in the circle, man, they've just been, you know, they've been really cool. And then like, I, I feel like having that meetup, man, it just like solidified our bonds, bro. Like it was just, it was just a cool ass time being around these motherfuckers I'd never met in my life, but I felt like I already knew them by the time I got to Jersey and shit, when Joe B was there to pick me up at the, at the airport and shit, I was like, what's up, Joe B? Like I'd never fucking <laughs> never seen this dude in my life before, but it was just like, what's up dog? Like it, 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 it is, what it is. you know, we've been doing this shit, man. Yeah, man. It, it's, it's, it's been a really cool, it's been a really cool vibe. And uh, yeah, I'm just thankful for those dudes, man, because honestly, without them, I probably would have m- maybe thought about quitting this shit a while back because there's you know like i said there's times where shit can get overwhelming but uh for what it's built and like the fact that we do have fans now and shit to me it's like yeah you know what i'm doing this for my peoples and i'm doing this for for me and for for the homies in the inner circle and it's just that's that's what keeps us going man it's it's just it's just a it's just a, a family bro it's really cool and like when you have people on your show like that's that's part of what uh, all of you guys having people, not just guys from the inner circle, but just having guests on your show is what made kind of helped me towards that with this show, because, you know, part of the reason why I know, you know, started listening to other shows or, uh, knowing of other companies, whether other clothing brands or whatever it is, is from podcasts now. Like that is yeah. my main source of where I get my information. And like, you know, I've been very fortunate on this show to have either anyone I've reached out to say yes immediately or people, you know, reach out to me and be like, hey, what if I was on the show? I'm like, you, it's crazy to me that people would want to be on it. But I, I like the people I've had on. I want people to listen to your shows. I want them to buy your stuff. I want them to check out your designs, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, I don't know. It's... I don't remember what my point was, but I think it's good to good to get people out there that you like. And I think you do that well on your show as well, too, because, you know, there was I, I, I meant to look back today, but there was a guy that you had on. It was within the past few months. I don't know if he was a, a local rapper or what it was, but you huh. you and Century were talking to this guy, and it wasn't until like towards the end that somehow it, it got out that you guys had just met that day, and I was like, these guys are amazing at interviews. I would have never guessed that they had never spoke, because the guy said it. He was like, yeah, it's crazy. Something about it was crazy that this was the first time you guys had met. And up until that point, I would have sworn that you and Sentry had known that dude forever. So I, I don't know. I think there's, uh, I don't know. I think there's something good about that, and that lets people, people that already like you, will see the things you like and how you interact with people, and go, okay, I like Kaz. Like, I want to try this guy out. I want to see what's going on with those you know orange cream twizzlers what's up right (laughs) yeah i was surprised as shit like i I mean i was i was excited that you reached out to me and then like the same i think the same exact day jody b reached out to me too so like i just did his podcast yesterday and then here i am with you and it's just yeah man it's it's cool to, to just connect with different people trying to do shit i think the the hood diner to me is like an extension of what the 520 magazine was a lot of those guys that I was doing interviews with back in the day, those have been uh, people that we've brought in. Like, okay, I got to ask you again. How do you know Cash Lansky, bro? So, okay. So 
I do a show with my wife, Beth, called The Untrained Eye, mm-hmm. and she was not into podcasts really at all. Um, and, you know, as a good husband, I forced her into doing that podcast. <laughs> and, but so she she did agree to do the show, but she she doesn't she's another one that doesn't give herself enough credit because she was like, all right, I want to do my own research. I don't want to. She didn't tell me this until later. She's like, I want to go and find my own indie shows that I like and that I want to listen to and then I'll, you know, bring them to the show or whatever. And she just happened to find uh Cash's show, him and uh Rip, Rip D. D. What was that show called? It's escaped it's me. Cool now. With us, I believe is what yes, it's called. Yes, yes, yes. And uh she loved that show. Loved that show. And yeah. uh like we the, like we're recommending it on our show and then they just disappear. And this yeah. was like, you know, in the I want to say I don't really know. I don't remember what episode we were on when they had finally stopped. And I just, you know, just chalked it up to any other podcast that just went away and Mm -hmm. then cut to like a year or more later we're you know, we start, we start knowing, uh, Chris from hashtag no offense a little bit. And then, you know, right around that time was when you guys were in the mutiny stages. And, uh, so the inner circle started and then I started knowing about, Oh, here's the plunge. Here's the, the hood diner. All right. I'll check out the hood diner. And I swear I must've listened to like 10 or 15 episodes of the hood diner before you or century was like, and yeah, it's like when something you, I think one of you guys said cash and I was like, you just said Cash, and I was like, wait, I know Cash Lansky was from Arizona. I wonder if they're talking about that Cash Lansky. And then yeah. later in the episode, you said Cash Lansky, and I was like, Beth, you got to listen to this episode. They know Cash Lansky. Oh, my God. Like, it, we were blown away that <laughs> we're like, how could, it, how could it be? Because there was, like, no rhyme or reason to how she found that show or why she picked it. Like, she was just like, oh, it's okay. They're with us. All right, let's see what this is all about. And right, then, total indie podcast, man. <laughs> they they did like I think up to like I want to say twenty episodes before they dipped yep. out. But I love that. And see, honestly, it was Century who sat in on it on a, one of their podcasts that made him want to start our podcast. So we kind of owe it to them a little bit too. And then as far as Cash goes, Cash was the first person I put on the cover of the Five Twenty magazine. Really, like he he's been on two two covers. Uh, I only did like five. And he's been on two of them because, yeah, like when he was blowing up, man, like that was when I was big on doing the magazine shit. So I went to all the shows, you know, I got to design his first album cover, which was called Simplicity. And on that album, I'm on two of his tracks. Like I got to rap with him, too. Like I got to do a verse on and the hook on one. And then I did the the hook on on another one. And uh, I have to send you those tracks because I don't think you Please. can get them anywhere <laughs> online. But I'll send them to you, man. It's some old school shit. But uh but yeah, man, it's, it was a trip that that you guys knew Cash Lansky and all that shit too, man. It's just, it's cool shit. Dude, but, uh, it was cool to because like you, you knowing who he was, me re- or us realizing, oh, he's still out there because we're dumb. We we're just like I, I don't know, the guy disappeared. I we didn't, I don't know. We we still were new to social media, I guess. Uh, but we ended up bu- like. Uh, like he put out that like limited single with like the little fist on the vinyl. We were able to yeah. get one of those. Like oh, it man. was just, it, I, it's crazy. Like it's funny because like we have now both become like true legit fans of him. And even though like I've DM'd with him in the past, I'm like I don't, I don't want to like I don't want to hit him up too much and be like, hey man, what's going on? How you doing? <laughs> he's, he's a very he's a very down to earth guy, man. That dude's that dude's cool as shit. He's he's like. 
one of like Tucson's main representatives when it comes to the hip hop game here, bro. Like he's just been putting in work. Like I feel like I feel like the Tucson hip hop scene is like like inches away from the goal line, man. For for somebody down here is gonna get signed to something big. And, you know, then Arizona is going to be on the map for, you know, for this and that. But that dude, man, he's he's been putting in work, so much work, bro. He's just been a good friend of mine for a good while. And, uh, yeah, man, he's a, he's, a, he's a cool cat. He's definitely a cool cat. It was cool bringing him in on the podcast and uh, getting to know him. And, and, yeah, like I said, it's just been a, a continuation of that magazine, all these guys that have continued – uh, just putting in work like that's what that that was the, the the point of the magazine was to showcase the people out here really grinding you know and then I, eventually it got to the point to where guys that like i'd never even heard of and i wasn't really big fans of their music they're like well, well what if i pay you bro will you put us in the magazine um oh, now you're questioning my <laughs> now you're questioning my you know my my intelligence and, and you know all that shit and it's just you know it's, that's the that's kind of the way it is with uh with uh, the podcast, you know, we're, we've been trying to bring in different like business owners, uh, different artists. Um, you know, I've brought in some barber homies of ours and just, you know, just to shoot the shit with them and just try to get, um, just try to get really good information for somebody who might've been thinking about becoming a barber or maybe thinking about becoming a DJ or maybe thinking about becoming a videographer. You know, I, I think that that's one of the main things as a, as a host is you want to get the most that you can out of the person that you bring in. This way your listeners leave with something, you know, leave with something positive, you know? And I think that that's, uh, and I'm pretty positive that that's something I picked up off of watching a damn tutorial on how to be a better <laughs> podcast host. Like, no, sh like real shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Anything I, I've, I've done, it's, YouTube has been involved in one way or another, you know? So yeah, man, it, it's, it's good shit. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's funny because I always like this has been the first one in a few that normally before the show starts, like right before the show starts, I like to just whatever comes to my head that might be a question or like a, a talking point. I like to just write it down. I don't necessarily look at it, but I just like I like to have written it out. And this is one that like I feel like we've had a good conversation did not have time to do that at all. Like was not I wasn't sure like I was working right up until you uh DM me and I was like, "All right, here we go." <laughs> hey man, but that's good. That's just, you know what I'm saying? That just goes to show you you're, you're a good host, man. You know what to ask, you know how to get how to get what you, you know what you can out of the guests while you have them in front of you, man. So yeah, it's it's good shit, bro. You're definitely a good host, man. Well, I wasn't fishing for the compliment, but I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> Dang, well, I don't know how much do you, are you like about up against it? Do you need to, uh, go record yours? Um, let me see. Century sent me a message here. He says he's running behind. So nah, man, we can go for another little while. I got to leave probably by at least seven. I don't know what time that is here. It is, oh. it is six 40 here. My time. So we could probably wrap up in a couple like maybe 10 minutes or something. That's cool, man. You got any more questions in share? Hmm, let me think. What? I feel like you may. I, I have never heard the official answer, but why OHFISHL? Uh, you know, I don't, you know, I really don't know exactly <laughs> what it was. I know I got the word official because I was really big on Robin Big at the time. 
at the time, I loved watching Robin Big. And then when they saw something that they loved, that's all they said. They're like, man, that's official. That is official <laughs> right there. So, and, you know, it never dawned on me to spell it right. And it wasn't until about six months after I started the brand that I realized there was an actual official brand, like out of California, that spelled correctly. And, uh, but I, I really don't know what it is, man. I think I think I've always just been that type of person that like is like tripped out about the way shit's spelled, like Balagna and Lasagna. You know, <laughs> sometimes I like to just like break it down for people and just like simplify shit. And I remember it was while I was in school, and one day I wrote it out. And I showed it to my mother-in-law and I was like, what does this say? And she's like, oh, fish shell. I was like, boom, done. Got it. I was like, if she, <laughs> if she could look at this and sound it out the way it's supposed to be said, then there it is. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted it to be unique, you know, and that's, that's like the, the cool thing about it. Like, you know, that's what, what, what's trademarked is actually the name, like not the little O with the crown mm -hmm. because logos, you can update them. They can come and go, you know, you see businesses all the time updating logos and shit, but the name is what really matters. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like I said, I think it was really just the Robin big shit and then something about spelling shit wrong. I mean, look, like, like I said, look at how I spell casual, bro. Like it don't start with a K, you know, there ain't no Z in casual, but when you look at it, well, people, people say Kazool. Like, that's what I like. I'm like, no, come on. Sound it out. Sound it out. You know what it says. Oh, casual. Okay. So like, I've just been a fan of just doing weird shit like that. Like, I think when we, before we came up with inner circle, I had a bunch of them that were spelled all wrong and they were like, <laughs> nah, nah, don't do that shit, bro. They're like, not here. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's move on to something else. Then. Uh... <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's what it was. It just, I just wanted it to be unique, man. And I, I think it has been. And the fact that it's just like, you know, it's the O fish and then the L. <laughs> just, just simplified, you know. You know what's funny is I don't know what it was because every time I've heard any of those other shows, we're like, in this segment sponsored by Official Clothing, and they spell it out. And I'm telling you, like the first ten times I've heard them spell it, I'm like, wait a minute, and I have to like back it up one time. I'm like, I think they said it wrong. Like, nope, yeah. they didn't. My brain look just at, doesn't work. <laughs> look at Bobby Moore. Go to officialclothing.com, and I'm like, no, bro, there's no clothing in there and shit. But like, that's the that is the that is the shitty part. I'm like, if you notice, that's what I do whenever I mention shit. I spell out my name mm -hmm. because it's different, and I spell out the official.com because I'm pretty sure I've sent that other fucking brand plenty of work yeah. from people being like, oh, did you go to official? Yeah, I'm like, dude, I don't that's not my hat you know what i mean like so that's why we kind of spell it out that's that's the one downside to that but i mean that's why uh i i'm, I'm thankful that the homies have adopted that when they hear me doing it i'll say yeah you go to official.com that's o-h-f-i-s-h-l.com and just you know you got to spell it out for people so i mean i'm sure i've probably lost a little bit of sales because of that but not enough where i'm losing any sleep over it, you know it's funny because I, it did just finally click with me, like when the within the past week. I'm like, oh, H F I S H L, got it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it's cool. And then plus, like, I've always I've always known that, like, when it comes to like dot coms and domains, it's it's always best to like keep it as short as possible, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's where like it's missing like a couple, you know. It's missing a few uh, vowels there, but you know it, it works, man. It works, and like I said, since my mother-in-law was able to sound it out, she sold me. I was like, dude, this <laughs> little old lady can figure that out. Shit, people gonna figure that out. They'll get it. Well, sir, uh, I think we're about at the end, but 
I really enjoyed our chat. <laughs> I did too, man. I appreciate it, man. It's been fun. If you'd like, uh, I would say plug all your stuff again, podcast, design, whatever. Sure, man. Uh, you can find me everywhere at Casual520 on the socials. That's K-A-Z-U-A-L-520. Uh, the podcast is The Hood Diner. You can find us uh, at thehooddiner.com. And there you can get the links to all the socials and all of the uh, all the, 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 the sponsors and shit. And then, of course, the brand is official. O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com. Go there. Use code HOOD. Get 25% off and shit, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I you know what? I, I mean, this is a pretty good way to end this shit like that. But, like, would you like to be sponsored by official? Uh, sure. I'll be sponsored by official. <laughs> I give, I'll give you your own little. I'll give you your own little. Because, honestly, man, like, I actually asked Wutsky about this maybe, like, about a month ago. Because I was like, dude, like. I've been no, I've been noticing DJ usually he's been he's been plugging the shit every time he drops a new episode I'm tagged in it and he's in there talking about these are the brands we support man and I like I I appreciate that bro like for reals like we've never really spoken on that or anything and you just out of the kindness of your heart have been you know supporting my brand for months on end bro so I feel like the only way I could you know uh you know repay you bro is to give you your own little you know you let me know what you want it to be you let me know what code you want. If you want it to be, uh, you know, code table dragger or whatever you want it to be, you send me, send me a message, and I'll make you one tonight so that all your listeners can get twenty five percent off at, at the, at the at the website, man. Which is dope because there's so many people that still go to the website and this little ten percent off thing pops up, and I'm like, that's what you use? You don't listen to the podcast all the way, do you? No, you don't. But shit, twenty five percent off, man. The other guy, the other day, I sold two of these uh, bracelets. And the dude, it was like a hundred dollars, and the dude got him for seventy-five bucks. I was like, damn, maybe I shouldn't have put those bracelets <laughs> on that shit. But hey, man, you know, shout out to the people that listen and and know what what code to use, man. And all the homies have it. All the plunge, Hollywood, uh, you know, Sam PC, HC Nas, they've been pushing that shit for me, you know, and then they've been buying shit. You've bought shit, so yeah, man, I appreciate you pushing the brand and you know like i said you didn't you didn't have to but you did so uh, the only way i can thank you man is by you know at least you know giving you your own code and you can tell people man look at you know this is the homies brand we're sponsored by them man so you know thank you again yeah i appreciate i appreciate that but uh, i mean it's i look at it as like these are people i know even if it's just digitally and you know you've got small businesses that you know if I had a small business, I would want people to buy my stuff. So I yeah. like it. I like you guys. So why not? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Like, right. Like I said, you, you send me what, what you want your code to be, bro. And I'll, I'll plug it into the Shopify shit tonight. Awesome. Um, all right, everyone. Uh, if you like the music that you heard on this episode, uh, you can go to Cullah.com. That is C-U-L-L-A-H.com. And you can hear all that music for free. And as you just heard, there will be a, uh, uh, what is it? A coupon? Nope. A promo code, promo code in yeah. the show notes uh, for if you want to go to ohfishl dot com <laughs> and get twenty five percent off. Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, Fernando, casual. Thank you for being here tonight. <laughs> Jay, thank you, bro. Appreciate it, man. It's been fun. Thanks, man. All right, everybody. Keep dragging. Oh,